Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. This morning, I want to talk to those who keep bumping their head against the wall, who keep trying hard, but somehow keep coming up short. Those who right now are feeling a bit frustrated, maybe even discouraged and silently question whether it's worth pursuing this idea, this business, this prospect, this man or woman for a day, or this dream that you have in your head and your heart any longer. I'd like to use one of history's greatest failures to encourage you to keep your head up. The one who said, courage is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. This guy was a failure at school. He performed poorly in every subject except for history and English composition. He had a speech impediment and suffered terrible nervousness when asked to speak. His goal was to attend the Royal Military College, but failed to pass the entrance exam. He mustered up the courage to take it again, and once again, failed. Down, but not out, he brought in reinforcements, a military tutor, and he finally qualified the third time, but not for the infantry as he desired, only for the cavalry class, which had lower standards. When he began in politics, he suffered a setback after setback after setback. It took him eight years before he gained a cabinet position and three more before he became first Lord of the Admiralty, which is kind of like the US Secretary of the Navy. In this position, he led an amphibious assault during World War I against the crumbling Ottoman Empire. It was a disaster, one of the greatest by any military leader in all of history. 250,000 lives were lost in that campaign, and so was the reputation of his nation. They were humiliated. He was immediately dismissed from his cabinet position, excluded from the war council, and not allowed to have any further involvement within the administration of the war. Essentially, it meant that his, uh, he was politically terminated. By age 30, his career was over. But this is also the guy who said, success is never final, failure is never fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And continue he did. Two years later, he became the Minister of Munitions, then subsequently Secretary of State for War, Secretary of State for Air, then Secretary of State for the Colonies. And it was this man of great resilience that the British people relied upon during their darkest hour. During World War II, Nazi Germany was trying to bomb Britain into oblivion during what they called the London Blitz from the German word Blitzkrieg, which means lightning war, relentless around the clock bombing from September 1940 to May 1941. Nearly 2000 people were killed or wounded in London's first night of the Blitz. In the first 24 nights, more than 5,300 tons of bombs were dropped on London. Two million houses were destroyed. 32,000 civilians were killed and 87,000 were seriously injured. A poll calculated that the civilian morale in many areas was zero. One observer claiming that everyone looked suicidal. Only half the population even expected Britain to fight on. That's when the man, trained by repeated and fantastic failure, took to the pulpit to rally his nation saying, we shall go to the end. We shall fight on the seas and the oceans. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And fight on they did. 
you know the rest of the story. And of course, you now know that I'm talking about Sir Winston Churchill. And get this, even after single-handedly turning around the morale and will to continue to fight that ultimately resulted in Germany surrendering and a hero to his country and to all of Western civilization, on July 1945, Britain held its first general election in a decade and Churchill, along with his conservative party, was voted out of office in a landslide defeat delivered by the Labour Party. Churchill, defeated, once again, knocked down, but still not out. Churchill then became leader of the opposition and was re-elected prime minister six years later in 1951 and held the position until he retired in 1955. At the time of his departure, he was considered to have had the longest political career in modern British politics. The man of immense failure is considered by many to be the greatest leader in all of human history. In 2002, he was voted above Shakespeare, above Darwin, and above Brunel to be the greatest Briton to have ever lived. So let the young man who was mercilessly ridiculed, perpetually nervous with a lifelong speech impediment, who almost couldn't even make it into military school, speak to you this morning. He would tell you, if you are going through hell, just keep going.